0: Higgins,
1: Welcome to the Jeremiah Show. Good morning. This is the true story of Trevor McShane, rock star. He's on the show today. Trevor McShane was created. Yeah, I said created. In 2000, as the nom de plume of the man previously known as Neville Johnson. Trevor McShane was born on the day of the release Of his debut album, First Love, Last Love. Yeah, you heard it right. Trevor McShane was born with an album in hand. (laughs) You ever seen that happen before? And if you've heard the album, not only did he have an album in his hand when he was born, he smacked you with it. But yet, despite the arrival of music artist Trevor McShane, Neville Johnson continues to live. Are you confused yet? (laughs) Then I'll explain a little bit. Neville Johnson was, at the time that Trevor McShane was born and created, was a very successful entertainment law uh, practice and uh, an attorney. And as Neville explains it, I did not want my lawyer status affected by my musical endeavors. And I wanted my music to be taken on its own. So meet Trevor McShane. Welcome, Trevor. Thank you so much. Great to be here. Okay. So I, now that I've confused everybody, <laughs> uh, first of all, I want to know, how did you get the name Trevor McShane?
2: Well, my forefathers came from Ireland. Uh, in the 1850s or so, and arrived in Boston. And there was so much prejudice against the Irish. You know, there were signs saying, Irish need not apply for jobs, that they changed their name to Johnson. John is Shane in Gaelic and Mick is son. And they started the Johnson Construction Company in Brookline, Massachusetts. So it's an homage to my forefathers.
1: Oh, that's, that's great how long ago the forefathers that you mentioned and and there was this uh, discrimination uh, which i guess i mean have things changed maybe just the the names right these days but i think it's such a shame when i hear a story like that um but i guess it, it really continues to this day uh, how long ago was that when when i the irish was they were 1850s
2: mid 1800s
1: and do you think it's changed at all as far as Irish go in, in oh, yeah. this country? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What, what a great, well, you know, I'm Irish Higgins. And my grandfather on my mother's side was uh, a French, uh, Peral, and, and they were born in Boston. So, uh, but a lot of my family lived over there where, where your family got their start. So can you tell us, I, I think it's, this is probably the most unique story from a music artist that we've ever had on the show, (laughs) the way you created this, you know, Trevor McShane uh, who represents the music artist side of you. And boy, you know, you guys have a a real treat coming up. This album, the album that we're playing throughout this show, Americana Romance is simply amazing. You're going to, Want to stick around and, and hear a lot of the album today, but how how did it come to be that you you know the two different sides of you, Neville Johnson and Trevor McShane, who going forward'm I'm, uh, I'm going to re- reference Trevor McShane, the artist that we're speaking with, but how did that happen?
2: Well, I've always been crazy about music since I was a little boy, and uh, I told my mom. When I was about eight or nine, I wanted to take piano lessons like my friend Barney. She said, no, that's not going to happen. Why not? Well, son, musicians don't make any money. So when I was about 20, all my buddies were having fun playing guitar. Girls liked it. Uh, I got taught a few chords and bought myself a guitar when I was about 20. And uh, learned the basic chords. And then... Uh, Uh, Pretty much just had never played out publicly. Uh, Then in uh, 74, 75, when I was in law school, or just out of law school, I wrote a few songs with a buddy of mine. A couple of them were okay, pretty good. And uh, in fact, uh, one of them, Baby Crazy, is uh, my first video, which you can see on YouTube. And then uh, I just played in my room. And uh, about 90, Three, I was in the office of uh, somebody by the name of Tequila Mockingbird, and she was booking a coffee house and said, go play the coffee house. So I did with uh, an uh Francisco Aguabea, who I knew, who's one of the legends of the conga. And after the, my performance, she said, that was great, but you need to do original stuff. So I said, okay, and I started to write, and I found that it came very, very, very easily. I can, I'm can i not the greatest guitar player in the world, but I know how to play, and I'm, I have a facility with words. And so I started to write songs, and then another client slash friend uh, said, I'm gonna take you in the studio, because I used to play the guitar at his house. And so he took me into the studio, and that came, I like got the studio because I was sharing offices with a music publisher at the time who owned the studio, and he brought me in with Gary Shire and Bernie Morell of the Parliament Funkadelic, who were like the the Beatles of of that kind of music. And I said, I like this. And then uh, I talked to another client of mine who uh, was a classical violinist who played for like Dylan or Sinatra and Michael Jackson. She said, well, I don't want to jam. I don't jam. I'm not going to do it, but I'll give you the names of some people. So I got a viola, violana, flutist, uh, a uh, a flutist, a guitar player, and uh, a conga player, and I started to make my first album, and I released it in 2000. And since then, I've, I've been making music, but I've released a few albums, but I've never really promoted them because... I um, have a very serious job as an attorney, and uh, and as you mentioned at the beginning, I did not want it to interfere in, in, with my business and have people think uh, that I wasn't serious about being an attorney. Mm-hmm. So here we are now. Now I've got like eight unreleased albums, and I've got to get them out. And uh, everybody knows I play music, and uh, and I'm having a lot of fun. Oh,
1: the music's so good, and so. Trevor, you mentioned you've got a serious job and you, you wanted everybody to take you seriously. They, they obviously do it. I'm going to mention, uh, I'm going to mention a couple of your um, awards that you received in that, in that arena. Um, but you wanted people to take you seriously. So you didn't, was it almost, did you feel like I've got this, I've got to get this out. I've got things to say. Not I've got music in my heart that I want to get out, but it, it I, I, I'm just trying to put myself in your shoes. It must have been such a hard thing to to go. How do I how do I fulfill this and almost keep it a little bit of a secret? Was that how you felt? Yeah,
2: I mean, for the first ten years, I had a totally phony biography of Trevor, which is uh, outrageous.
1: But you're so good. Like uh, you've got to be out there playing and performing. I imagine. So I were you perform.
2: just? I would perform two or three times a year, and um, I did well. And my last three performances, I sold out. And my last performance, I got a standing ovation. So uh, you know, I'm, yeah, I like to play and and play out. And I've got a hell of a band. All right, now I have a twelve-piece band with a four-piece horn section, and all my musicians are professionals except for me. So it's thrilling. It's thrilling.
1: Yeah but nobody recognized you at these shows when you would play live? When oh, no, it was no, no. of a...
2: people people do, But it was you know, I just never promoted it. Look, to put music out in the in the record industry is a serious project, and it's got to be promoted, and can't just put it out there and hope that the world will take notice. Yeah. Now, for the first time, I'm being aggressive about trying to get my music out there. Um, because it's time, I need to, and my people people like
1: it. Yeah, you want to hear? I want to hear more. Um, uh, although I'm going to enjoy this album for for a little longer. <laughs> just I'm happy with this album. Um, you mentioned the legendary uh, Tequila Mockingbird, and I I hadn't. I don't think I'd heard the name uh, before or the music. I didn't think, and so I looked it up. I looked her up, and um, she's a punk jazz singer yeah. and a curator a scene maker, um, but really well known. Right. And but what in, uh, I like punk jazz. <laughs> I don't think I've seen those two together either, but I'm glad that she gave you that advice because here we are, you know, and I noticed, um, so I go to her Facebook page, just kind of following the rabbit and she's friends with Mike Limbo, the the famous Michael Limbo, uh, who's also been on the show and been a good friend. Today, uh, as I was, right as I was getting to the studio, uh, I was on the phone with Michael um, Frondelli, you know, and Michael Frondelli ran Capitol Records for 10 years, and he was at Jimi Hendrix, um Lady, what was it, Lady Light uh, the, um, Recording. Just a long career in the music industry and he knew of you. So uh, I think that's pretty cool. So I, I, I'm just thinking of you as an attorney. So I'm thinking of you as an attorney and, and as a musician, They very, very disciplined, both of these professions that you're in, but in different ways. Is, is it ever conflicting or, or do you find, do you like the discipline of the two two choices. I, I
2: in love that. being a lawyer. I've had a very successful career. I've worked, uh, I started off as just a music attorney doing transactional work. And now my firm is particularly known for litigation. And we bring class actions against the record companies. Like capital studios, Records. <laughs> and, uh, music publishers for, to, for, for musicians and talent to make this world a better place for them. And I'm very thrilled to have uh, had a lot of successes in that particular area. Uh, the conflict is that I can't get a sign. I could never get signed to a major label because my job is to sue them.
1: I I I find that very um, perplexing as well. Like I really is so much to unravel there and, and look at. I, uh, I That must be difficult. <laughs> I've got this great music, but I can't uh, get uh, signed.
2: It's, it's like, I don't want to be in a major anyway. The world has changed with streaming and I'm a master. So I'm. Happy with that, but I've had thrilling, thrilling people I've represented over the years, ranging from Yoko Ono and the estate of John Lennon to I'm responsible for reuniting the Everly Brothers. I'm responsible for reuniting Holland Dozier Holland for a time. Um, I do as on a on a a musical level. I'm thrilled. I did two duets with Mitch Ryder, and uh, you know it's just been a joy to to work in this in this business.
1: Let's go back a little bit, back to the beginning. You you said you fell in love with radio, with music and rock and roll music on uh, from the radio. You listen to the radio constantly. How do you you know the world has changed? You know, people listen to podcasts or streaming, streaming in their cars, streaming on their phones. Um, there's so many ways that you can get the music now, and. But radio to me is my first love, and and we're on the radio here. As a musician, I know musicians really worked hard to get their songs on the radio and continue to do so. Um, What was the first song that you remember, Trevor, as a as a young boy on the radio that really captivated you?
2: Hound Dog by Elvis. Okay, I was glued to the radio in '59. I remember February 3rd, 1959, when they announced Buddy Holly died. As I knew Peggy Sue and uh, some of his other stuff. And uh, I just, from then on, was very much into pop radio and rock and roll.
1: And for the listeners now, uh, the, the kids that maybe you know, don't know radio the way we do, the way we grew up with radio, um, you know, how would you explain why radio is so special as a medium? them well,
2: it's, it's instant gratification the music is uh pop music makes your makes your head and, and uh and your and your heart and your soul pop as well as a side note i want to mention that uh coming out in the next uh, month or two is a monograph which is a short book biography i've written about the the disc jockey who invented freeform underground radio his name was dave diamond and he he was in los angeles he was on the station kbla and other stations and i contacted him some years ago and said i just need to t- tell you 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 turn me on to buddy holly because what he just would play like five buddy holly cuts and i remember him interviewing this guy who worked at a bank or just gotten out of it named harry nielsen and um and he was a, a legend and out of that uh tom Donahue who started uh, the uh uh, the radio station in uh, in uh, San Francisco with the freeform radio. Anyway, I got to know Dave, and I wrote a whole uh, story of how pop radio, rock and roll radio worked in the in the '60s. And uh, it was a thrill to get to know him. He's unfortunately he passed away. He invited me to come and see him. He was a professor of journalism in uh, in North, uh, South Dakota. But yeah, radio. That's
1: what we lived. That's what we knew. That's all we knew. Uh huh. And I think it's still to me. It's 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 still so special to me. You know, I, I learned, I've, I've told this story before, but I got my. We used to live in Alaska, and my grandmother sent me one of those old car radios that you tune tune the 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 wheels. One for the volume, one for the dial, and I couldn't. I wouldn't want to go to sleep. I'd put that under my pillow and listen to a talk radio or music. You know, until two or three in the morning, uh, without my parents knowing. And I just fell in love with radio then, um, and I've always loved radio. And I someone said to me the other day what uh, what i told them how to listen to the show they said what is radio i couldn't believe they asked me that so i was just i was curious you know you fell in love with rock and roll and you went into a career as an entertainment attorney um probably based on your love of music in some way yes
2: absolutely when i was 12 i knew i was going to be an attorney when i was 18 i figured out i could probably work in the music business
1: yeah you put two of the the best of both worlds together and i before we go past this statement that you you said earlier, um, you protect. You're very proud of the work that you've done. That you protect the artist and uh, um, and you stand behind them and stand for them. And uh, you know I, we've never had an entertainment attorney on this show, uh, and and a music artist such as yourself. And I just want to thank you for that work because i I'm constantly you know, talking about that on the show here, don't go, you know, Spotify is great. If you want to listen to go try to buy some merch nowadays is how they make their money or on tour or through band camp or, you know, but, but definitely pay the artist, you know, if you enjoy the music, buy it. That's how you, so that you can continue bringing us this great music and you protect them on the legal side, which I'm, I just want to thank you for it. You know, that's so, so honorable to me and um so important. Thanks. Nice. To keep the arts alive and especially music. Okay, we are talking this hour with uh, music artist Trevor McShane. The new single is She Said, the n- which we're going to play here. D- don't go anywhere. We're going to play it at the end of the show. The new album is Americana Romance. We're listening to songs from the album. We're about to go to break right now and play music from Americana Romance. And the first. Song, Trevor. Maybe you can set this up for us. Is "Fell in Love with a Broken Heart." Yep,
2: that's the tune, produced by Paul Graham with a great cast of musicians behind me.
1: Yeah, uh, you got a twelve-piece. I don't know if you do. No, 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 no. This is
2: uh, this is not the current band. I have a this. This is a separate group of musicians. Uh, who are basically heavy-duty uh, studio players, uh, some out of Nashville. Um, for example, uh, Paul Bushnell on on bass, guitar, and keys. He, he's Faith Hill's uh, bass player. And uh, Greg Lights is on pedal and lap
1: steel. He plays with Dylan and Jackson Brown. And, um, yeah, the drum is kicking in this. Thr- uh, all the music, the drum, I'm just like, yeah. The drummer is who? drummer is Blair Sinta. Okay. All right. So here it is. We're going to take you to break right now. Um, Enjoy. We'll be right back with more with Trevor McShane.
0: shadow stevens while i'm doing this and that and the other thing at the very same time i'm having a great time on the jeremiah show the greatest show in the history of the world for the love of god subscribe no seriously subscribe
1: hi this is chris hillman if you've enjoyed my music with the birds the flying Burrito brothers Manassas, Souther Hillman Furee Band, McGwin, Clark, and Hillman, Ever Call Ready, Rice, Rice, Hillman, and Peterson, and the Desert Rose Band. That's a lot of music. I hope you'll enjoy my new memoir, Time Between, My Life as a Bird, Burrito Brother, and Beyond. You can find it on my website,
2: chrishillman.com. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. I'm Trevor McShane. My new single is She Said, and you're listening to The Jeremiah
0: Show. Hey everybody, it's Tim Stack from It's Radio with TV's Tim Stack telling you, asking you to watch the show Sprung on Freevee, Amazon's new free channel. I promise you it's funny, it's got heart, and my shoulder appears in episode 3. Welcome, Los Angeles. The Jeremiah Show is now on Radio Candy Radio. Discover a world of emotions, your digital radio. The Jeremiah Show airs 10 p.m. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. RadioCandyRadio.com.
3: Seven angels and the Holy Ghost. Sun is setting on the west coast. You're the thing I'll miss the most. Long black rider's got my name. Slipped him once and he come again. Says life and death are just a game. But I know better. Haven't played. No one knows what living means. Love it flickers like a dream. I miss you, kiss you, miss you, my American
1: queen. Welcome back to the Jeremiah Show. We are playing "America, Kinda Romance" by artist Trevor McShane. He's a prolific singer and songwriter. He's on the show. This hour, we're getting to know him a little bit and his incredible story. It's really, truly one that I have not heard before. Uh, Trevor, welcome back. Welcome back to the show. Uh, We came back in just now with American Queen. Love that song. Who's your American, American Queen? (laughs) Cindy
2: Johnson,
1: I'm (laughs) married to her. What's her name? Cindy. Cindy Johnson. Love it. The right answer. <laughs> okay. So, welcome back. we music's just just incredible. Right. Do you, you have fun making this album? It sounds like you did.
2: Yeah, no, it's uh, I, I I have fun making any music, uh, and I've worked with a number of different producers, and uh, I loved making this album, and it was thrilled uh, uh, thrilled that it's it's coming out right now.
1: All right, so let's, if you're just joining us, uh, artist Trevor McShane, music artist, and we're listening to his album throughout the show today. And before the break, Trevor was talking about, you know, he went to his parents, he heard rock and roll on the radio, uh, Elvis. And and so he says, hey, I want to take piano lessons to, to, to his mom and dad. But they said, no, being practical <laughs> that, and, and, you know, seeing his future. They said, being a musician was really difficult to aspire to. And you, you probably would have a hard time making money, you know, professionally, not many do. Um, and so he went, He became an attorney, but he never gave up his love for music. And he continued to create music and, and put out albums. Um, how many albums do you have, Trevor, total? I think I've got about three or four albums. Maybe and, but, we'll probably have
2: about six or seven unreleased albums, you know, like 80 masters, 90 masters. And I want to say one thing my mom and dad did come around. They came to some of my shows and they said that they liked it and they liked my recording. So,
1: and you have uh, your sister lives here in Santa Barbara, right? Where we broadcast from. So you've got your family listening. You gotcha. Do you want to say hi to her? <laughs> hey, um. <laughs> So now you're regarded as one of the very best entertainment attorneys in the world and I'm not exaggerating it at all. You've got a great reputation. You represent some of the top music artists in the world as you mentioned earlier. You've helped out Yoko Ono and and countless others. Knowing what you know now about entertainment, about the things that can go wrong, the the, the pitfalls and the traps and the the good the good parts and the bad parts of of, of being in the music industry. And an artist were your parents right in the beginning? Would you?
2: Well, it is very tough for musicians to make money. And uh, yeah, there are there are the Elton Johns of the world and the Beyonces, and then there are journeyman musicians who may or may not be able to make a living. You know, like only about five percent of actors make more than ten thousand dollars a year, and uh, uh, there's a lot of musicians who are, you know, weekend warriors. But uh, to, to be professionally uh, successful is very difficult. On the other hand, what I tell people who want to be actors or musicians is that you have no choice. Your, 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 your psyche uh, demands, wills you to give it a try. And I say, you only go around the world once, you might as well. And as for me, being an attorney, who says I can't make music as well? And, and uh, I never in my wildest dreams thought I would do it professionally. Uh, and here I am doing it. And on top of that, I've written books, and I I wrote the authorized biography of John Wooden of UCLA, and I've got a book coming out that's in galleys now called Spy Poems, 60 Poems About Espionage. And I have a love story rom-com novel, First Love, Last Love, which uh, is what I put out uh, in 2000 and never sold, and I don't think I sold one copy, but it's been totally revised, been through eight or nine edits, and uh, that's coming out as well. Along with a soundtrack to go along with it.
1: So yeah, I wanted to mention you've got a, a, a label, Cool Records. Do you do you accept new artists? Do you look for new artists, or or is it primarily the a label
2: artists? I have a couple of artists that I signed a while back, uh, but otherwise, no, I don't. We're not looking for stuff. We also own Cool Titles, which yep. is a book publish company, book. and we publish uh, several authors and put out three or four books a year.
1: Now, why did you decide to to start a label and Cool Records and Cool Titles, your publishing company? Was it because you obviously know the the uh, business side probably better than anybody? Uh, and all and and why not just do it yourself? Why not put it together? Or how did that come to be? How did you decide? Yeah,
2: well, I, want, I want to own my own copyrights, like Springsteen, uh-huh. Dylan, and other Paul Simon. I, I've been around the record business a long time, so. And, and, you know, distribution has changed. You used to not be able to get distribution uh, with a major, and you could go through what we're calling independent distributors, but then you had a problem getting paid. Now anybody can go and get on Spotify, and uh, Mm -hmm. it's just then getting noticed. You're
1: swimming against hundreds of thousands of other people who are also swimming upstream as well. Uh, Do you know the trick? I mean, because the music industry – we talk about it all the time here, you know, from Mike Gormley, who's been in the business for 40 years, from uh, Miles Copeland, who's been on. And and some of these big names that have been there through the Michael Limbo, uh, you know, they've all been there. And let's, like yourself, through this changing um, Michael Frondelli, uh, this industry has changed so much. And there are artists you mentioned that, you know. Weekend Warriors, the people, everybody's got a second job, but they're, you know, they're pursuing their music really professionally. We've, we have a lot and feature a lot of indie, indie, par- indie artists on the show. And Trevor, I wanted to ask you, you know, they, they this is probably what you're doing. Um, they drop a new single every six weeks and they they've got to stay relevant, you know, on Spotify. They've got they've got to just keep dropping them slowly they they put out eps rather than full albums or or they put out put together a full album they'd slowly drop it you've come along this and you've seen the industry change and they're getting half a cent or whatever it is from spotify um, on a play and, and people don't buy albums in the traditional way as much anymore how have you kept up as an artist and on your on the flip side on your other life as an advising Trevor McShane, <laughs> on his career. Do you, what is the new format? Is there a format that is changing every day? Uh, the I know ma- that. The majors
2: aren't interested in uh, talent unless uh, they already have hundreds of thousands of followers.
1: Yeah, you got to get like 50. Uh, so are
2: fewer and fewer acts. Um, and then when they get on somebody uh, they, uh, to promote them, they, they have huge budgets to go on radio and turn them into the next. Taylor Swift, or whatever it may be, that's not. I'm not in the age demographic that they're looking for people like me, and uh, to get on, to get, uh, you know, it's a million dollars or whatever to promote to payola to radio, et cetera, these days. Um, I, again, uh, there's uh, the model has changed in that you can own your own stuff. Yeah, you have to be able to go out and promote it as well. If you look at the billboard charts of the top 100 records or albums, none of them are independent releases. They're all part of the majors. The majors still more or less control it. That doesn't mean you can't make good money if you sell 10,000 units or whatever, if you're Mm -hmm. getting all of the money overall. But the nail on the head, which you referred to is that Spotify is so paltry. to, in, in, in contrast to the way it used to be 10 years ago, when there was still physical product out there as well. Now I'm hoping that's gonna change. It will be more equitable for talent going forward. But what you hear from everybody is that the money to be made is in touring and merchandising that you sell. But uh, that's how, how do you get known? Well, you get airplane, et cetera, overall. Um, so I'm waiting to see what will happen. Let's, let's, let's see what happens. Maybe if I get, uh, enough of a fan base, I'll be able to do some dates and make some serious money overall.
1: Um, yeah. So, so that would you, do you recommend it? I don't know if you can do this or not. I don't want to put you in a bad position. Just blow, blow me off, but. If you don't want to answer, but a lot of the musicians tell me Bandcamp gives them about 78% if you buy an album from there. Uh, when you're advising clients, is it mainly contract work or would you advise on their career a little bit if they said, you know, here's where you can make some more money um, as an artist?
2: Well, you- I'm not a personal manager, although I've written a, I've written many personal manager contracts and represented uh, both sides, you know, managers or artists in, in many deals going back 40 years. Um, sure. I give him my two cents overall, but I'm not in the business of, uh, promoting really records. You know, you mentioned Mike Gormley. Well, he's managing me now I and mean, mm-hmm. publicist. And, uh, that way I've been able to start to get some attention on you know, Spotify, et cetera, and, and YouTube to some degree. The number one way you promote these days, as I understand it, is YouTube. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I've, okay. videos. I've done some videos.
1: And- I'm looking at them right now. And in fact, I love those, uh, that blue guitar you got there. That's a great shot. I love this car you're in. <laughs> you guys got to go check out the, go, go to uh, Trevor McShane, dot com and check out the videos and the music. Uh, the videos are great. Uh, photos are great. You got a good style, my friend. I love it. And your music's terrific. I mean, I wouldn't, I don't. I don't say that unless I'm I've 100% and behind it and I'm I'm really behind this album. I I love this album. I hope everybody listens to it and checks it out. Um really you you're going to you, trust me. And and I think our listeners of this show really do um li, come here for not only great stories, great advice uh, from people in the music industry, but, but but new artists. I mean, that's primarily what we play as artists. Trevor McShane is not a new artist, but he is. Uh, this is a new album, Americana Romance. The new single is She Said. It's coming up. Uh, one more break. Stay with us. We'll be right back with the music artist, Trevor McShane.
3: Tá,
0: Somerset, England. The Jeremiah Show is now on CORE Radio. Keep on rocking to the CORE. CORE Radio, the Jeremiah Show, airs at 10 p.m. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursday. COREradio.rocks.
1: This is Moss Jacobs, and you're listening to the Jeremiah Higgins Show. Please stay tuned. And when you need to go see some music when it's just burning a hole in your soul, Santa Barbara Bowl is the place to be. SBBowl.com, GoldenVoice.com. Thank you.
0: Good day, my friends. I'm Billy Mandarino, the Nowist. Do you struggle with worry and doubt? I know in my life, it has been an ongoing practice to stay out of the negative mind and feeling patterns. If you don't have a consistent ritual to keep you light and in the present moment, the weight of the world will drag you down in time. In my hit book, The Nowist, Finding the Signs to Your Ultimate Desires in No Time, I teach you how to use one of the greatest gifts you've ever been given. The incredible power of your wonderful human imagination. After all, your imagination is the sharpest knife to cut fear and doubt out of your life. To learn more, go to BillyMandarino.com. The Jeremiah Show.
1: Welcome back to the Jeremiah Show. Trevor McShane is my special guest this hour. He is uh, a new artist on my radar, but he's been around a while, and uh, it shows in the music. It is just incredible. We just came in. Let me tell you what we what you got to come in, and you're still jamming out with right now. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I Know, I Know. That's uh, I Know, I, I Know. It's a good song. I know, it's a good song, I agree with you. Uh, Welcome back, welcome back, Trevor. Um, Love this one, you put this on your website. Quote by Jack Kerouac, the only truth is music. Amen, (laughs) I love that. How you doing, my friend? Excellent. He's listening to the music. (laughs) Okay, so let me ask uh, another question here um, regarding your, your incredible career. You were honored by, because your other career, if you're just joining us, Trevor McShane, he's also an attorney, and, and he, he's got a different name for that, that hat that he wears. Um, it's a big hat. He's been honored by Super Lawyer, a peer evaluation, um, which it's basically, it's the top 100 attorneys in California. He's been on it for three years, and uh, he's considered by many Ask anybody in the entertainment industry about Neville Johnson; he's considered a legal legend, and not only by his peers, but the Hollywood Reporter says so. So, that's enough said right there. Um, you've won so many cases on behalf of recording artists, and we all want to thank you, all of us that love music, which is everybody pretty much. Yeah, you've you've uh, won cases on song on the behalf of songwriters and talent. And how did how did that affect Trevor McShane's music career, or did it?
2: I don't think it did at all. I mean, music is what I make when I'm not working uh, my my other gig as a lawyer. You know, it's uh, some people want to just watch baseball games or work on cars or whatever their hobbies may be. My hobby was I like to rhyme. I like to come up with melodies. And I like to collaborate with other people and. Uh, uh, that's my way of, of having fun overall.
1: Now, imagine your, your work, your day, day job, quote unquote, uh, you know, puts you in the desk many, many, many hours, uh, doing, doing what's right for music artists, your clients. Again, thank you. Um, where does that leave time for music? And is that, is music now,
2: like a outlet for you? I, like I, te- I teach uh, law students every year and I tell them, and I've written about it, uh, and there were p- p- points in my life when I worked too hard. And I said, you got to stop and smell the roses and uh, enjoy life because you're only going to be here for a short amount of time. And so I was driven. I had a passion to, to create music and uh, uh, I st- stayed with it. And now I'm at a point where uh, people are recognizing that uh, it's valid and good and entertaining. And uh, so you're never too old.
1: When I listen to your album, each song, first of all, one of the really pos- one of the things that I loved about it is the positive upbeat. I mean, it's driving. It's uh, I don't even know if I could describe. You. I, I feel like that sometimes it's country, some it's rock all the way through. Um, beautiful melodies, uh, so many great instruments, and so such great talent playing those instruments. The vocals, the lyrics it's just a really really great album it folk,
2: folk rock country pop and i want to mention that i had uh, two collaborators on all the songs that would be paul graham and uh kevin hunter so they're all they're pros and they're good and we work as a team it turned out great
1: thank you for mentioning them trevor I, 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 I you know i would too. say paul is a t-
2: is a taskmaster i'd come in and he'd say okay, let's start saying, say, no, I'm sorry. You're not good enough. You have to go home and practice some more. Come on, Paul. But <laughs> I did have to do that a couple of times.
1: Do you like that when someone tells you, cause you're probably used to calling all the shots When someone says they challenge you, but it's to make you better to make it. To, cause they know what you've got and they see it and they, and that, Do you like that? Do you like when somebody pushes up against you and tells you?
2: Absolutely. You know, I wanted to mention, I I told you I wrote wrote the authorized biography of John Wooden, the greatest coach in the history of athletics in America, who's also a philosopher, which is why I wrote about it. And it was a bestseller. And it was because of his philosophy called the pyramid of success, which is that success is peace of mind, which is a direct result of self-satisfaction, knowing you've made the effort to become your best. And the key ingredients, ingredients are enthusiasm, hard work, and going after a great and difficult challenge. So step by step, um, here I am today with the legendary Jeremiah, the beginning <laughs> of my of my odyssey into uh, the airwaves.
1: There's so much to tell. There's so, You have such good stories. I, I, and honestly, when I was looking through your and reading about you, Uh, Trevor, that uh, you know, and listening to the music, I'm like, I can't do this in one. How can I do this in one? There's so much here. There's so much. There, you really have an interesting story, and and obviously a great outlook on life. Um, that 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 ble that comes through in the music. Again, you hear this. You're happy. You know, I'm glad this is on the morning show because I know we're waking everybody up with some really great music right now. Um. Uh, yeah you got so I, I wish i could mention all of your books here but you've mentioned a couple uh, you also are you talked about rhyming but you're a, a poet okay? yeah. you're a, you're a poet and your poems are on your website again okay. trevormcshane.com. um i was tempted to ask you to read me one of your favorites but uh, i won't do that to you i won't put you on the spot unless you'd like to <laughs> but what, really what is fun. one of your one I'm,
2: happy, of your- I'm happy to do it. And also, Hello Poetry has 400 poems of mine. If you want to go on that particular website, I'm going to read you. Uh, this is on uh, a song I've recorded. Uh, I don't think it's been released yet. When I'm old and gray, I know what I'll do. Spend my days in the park, holding hands with you. Thank my lucky stars that it all came true. That's sure enough. We made it through. It's the time we spend together, too much we can't get. All the good times we've had, we will never forget. So much lies ahead. Thank you for loving me, for all you do, for your kisses in the morning, that pretty face of you. So when we're old and gray and take our morning walk, remember that I love you, hold that thought. When I'm old and gray, I know what I'll do. Spend my days in the park. Holding hands with you. There you
1: go. Oh, that is beautiful. That is beautiful. Do you mind if I borrow that for my next Valentine? <laughs> that I r I don't mean to be light of it. That's a beautiful um can I ask you who that's is that for your wife or is it just yeah, did yeah, yeah. That inspire? I
2: wrote, that, I wrote that in the back of a taxi leaving Manhattan on my way to JFK Airport. Just came to me. And if you want, I'll give you one
1: more. Yeah, absolutely. I won't say no.
2: This is uh, 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 off my first album. Um, In the next room where she sleeps lies the keeper of the flame, the mother of my dreams who tame this speech, the courage of my convictions, the blood that keeps me pumping, wards off all enemies, those who would divide us or dissolve our thrust to be educated lovers who savor all there is legendary lovers, honest with our kids, older by the minute, stronger every day. She is my comforter, takes all my down away. How did I earn this empire? Years of joy I can't believe, beauty, style, and grace that conquer me, gives me daily succor, calls all my bluffs, bluffs, whistles ready, blossoms trees, balances my energy, demands my best, coaches me, this is what I want, I appreciate and understand, i gratified and sanctified. She's the essence of all my plans. The state of our union depends on her and me. We are undivided, attentive to all details concerning our mutual fun to see each other doubled over, bits of laughter, gasping please. We're 25 years old, this entity, this building with no blocks, this elegant pastiche of wishes into hopes and reality, a lonely boy who loved you, a girl who could believe, and two who liked to dance on a sunny, sultry country eve in the middle of nowhere with every place to go and with a prayer that both could pray. This is not just my friend in the other room. She is who I am, where I have been, what I will be, where I am going. This lady is my life on her silver anniversary. I made the right decision. It's interesting indeed. In the next room where she sleeps lies the keeper of the flame. She is my every word, thought, and deed. Have I made it? Have I made it planned?
1: Ladies and gentlemen, there is a real gentleman. <laughs> that is beautiful. Your wife must just love you, <laughs> Trevor. She must I have... wrote a book. There's a book. Uh... Let me get it. And when uh, while well, he's <laughs> looking for Trevor's...
2: What took you so
1: long, 167 love poems that I <laughs> to my wife. Uh, what a man. Very well, very well reviewed. Put out you're, a- my, you're my inspiration. You're my hero. Uh, I love this song we're going to take you to break with, When She's Home. And when we come back, um, we're going to say goodbye, unfortunately, to our good friend, our new friend, uh, t- Trevor McShane, uh, music artist. Uh, and, but we won't get sad because we're going to premiere She Said, his new song from the the new album uh, americana R- uh, romance great album you just listened to most of it on the show here before we go to break though trevor if you could just set up the song um that we're going to listen to here when she's home you know what uh, along the lines of the poems that you just read the, the beautiful love letters to your wife The um when she's home made me think about uh, I really kind of took me there. And I, I thought about people that have, that I love that when they're gone or, you know, that I've, that I've lived with in the past that I really felt, I felt, I felt it really, um, I think what you're trying to say in the song. And it, if you'd like to set that up before we, get, we play it right now. I
2: mean, uh, most of music is about permutations of love. And this is one in which the, The narrator is saying, you know, life is good, but it's really good when she's home. And he misses her when she's away. Yeah.
1: All right. Here it is. When she's home, enjoy. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere.
3: Never catch the moon, I follow any we And the poets all are crying and the earth is standing still I scream out she'll be coming back, she will.
0: Check out Jeremiah's top 10 new artist picks on Radio India Alliance each week. The Radio India Alliance is a chart service that allows indie recording artists an opportunity to have chart placements. We don't charge. We support RadioIndiaAlliance.com.
1: Hi, this is Ron Sexsmith on The Jeremiah Show, and I'd like you all to check out my latest record. It's called Hermitage,
2: and um, you can find it wherever you find all the other albums you like, and uh, hopefully you'll enjoy it, too.
0: All right. Take care. Hey, it's Tim Stack, and having been in show business for so long, I have a lot of really funny friends, and you can hear them
1: all on It's Radio with TV's Tim Stack. That's part of The Jeremiah Show. So listen.
3: And white, I was lonely. I was locked inside my head. I left my love unsaid, dying slowly. Then you drifted into view right out of you knew me. And I couldn't quite believe, hard sometimes to see, that's when you whispered that you will be my girl.
1: Welcome back to The Jeremiah Show. This is You Will Be My Girl. We're listening to uh, You Will Be My Girl. And we are with artist, music artists, uh, new to the show, but not new to music and the world of entertainment and music artists. Uh, it's been such a great time here with uh, Trevor McShane and we are about to premiere his new single. Uh, I think you're hearing this. Trevor, are we playing this first on the radio or? That's is, right. It? Wow. What an honor, you. What, lucky us, huh? So here is, uh, she said. But before we go to the music, uh, Trevor, thank you so much for coming on the show. Is there anybody you'd like to mention, uh, and anything you'd like to say about the song?
2: It's want to say Paul Graham, uh, he played guitar on the on the record and uh, also some vocals and produced it. He's he just he he really pushed me to get uh, my best uh, Miguel Lara. Uh, engineered and Mixed, and Jeff Badcoe played Piano, Organ, and Keys. And I, I, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm trying to tell everybody out there, follow your dreams. Go ahead. You can do it. Just do it. You know, don't sit around, and, and, uh, and, and you can be just like me <laughs> on the radio. She Said is coming up. This is just a rocker. A rocker that I don't know where it came from but it's fun and I I think it's as good as anything contemporary on contemporary uh, radio so dig it
1: dig it and turn it up here it is she said thanks Trevor thank you
0: or on Messenger, on Facebook, or Instagram. The Jeremiah Show is produced by executive producer Jeremiah Higgins and me, your announcer, Tony Kelly. Communicate, listen more, and evolve.
2: Down. My name's Danny Traho. Jeremiah, you're loved, Holmes. I love you.